0: Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy Sherm here with another episode on what's the word entertainment. Obed is out sick this week, so joining me as my guest co-host this week is my boy Chris. Good to have you back. What's going on with you, man?
1: Hello, 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 Sherm. I'm doing well, sir. How are you? You know, man, I, I can
0: always complain, but why bother? I mean, I'm out here just trying to live my life, man. I do what I can do and what I can do, you know?
1: <laughs> no, no one wants to hear that stuff. No. Yeah, yeah you're right.
0: <laughs> well, glad to have you on this week, and, uh, you know, hopefully you can live up to the uh, high standards that Obed has set <laughs> for us here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, Chris, let's just get right into it. Um, you know, a lot of, like I I think I might have mentioned before, man, October, I love the month of October for sports. It's definitely the best month of the year. You've got... You've got baseball playoffs going in. You've got hockey starting. Basketball is now starting. College football. and Underway. And definitely, definitely the most exciting time for sports. And, and speaking of, as I mentioned previously, baseball, you know, the, you know, the, the series is happening now. You know, that started last night between the Nationals and the Astros. Really quick, man. I know Nationals took that game one, but if you had to pick a winner today, who do you think is going to come out with that victory? The Nationals or the Astros?
1: Uh, absolutely, sure. It's going to be the Astros. I mean, um, even though uh, Garrett Cole led up more uh, runs five yesterday than he had in the entire month of September, which is unfathomable, uh, they still got the depth of pitching uh, to go the, the distance. And, and instead, I initially had the Astros in five, but now I'll, I'll put them out in six to win the World Series.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm definitely going to echo that statement, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Astros as well, too. They're so deep in there as far as that starting lineup is concerning that bullpen, you know, and they've been one of the most dominant teams the past couple of years. years. Obviously, they won the title two years ago, um, you know, uh, and I, I just I can't imagine the Nationals just coming out and really just really beating them, you know, in, you know, in, in this entire, you know, seven game series. But like you said, I, it could probably be the Astros in six. So I'll definitely uh, go with you on that one. Let's get into some basketball uh, news and action here. So as we know, it finally, the league new season finally started last night with some a couple games. But before we get into this kind of some game recap, just quickly want to talk about some breaking news that kind of happened. I think it was last week, if I'm not mistaken, with Wizards guard Bradley Beal signing a new extension. Man, he is getting paid. Let me, you know, um, I mean, he's de- he's definitely going to be making it in the rain in the club. Um, he got a new extension for two years, seventy-two million dollars the player option I believe in two thousand twenty three if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And yes, sir. he's gonna be making what, a hundred and thirty million over the next four
1: seasons? Whew. It's man. it's and, you know, it, I feel I feel like he must have watched that uh that post Malone video that just got posted the other day of him going out to the to the club with a lot of cash and just throwing <laughs> that out there. I mean it is absolutely crazy what some of these uh NBA players are making right now.
0: Yeah man and you no know, and now after his contract is up, you know, in 2023, if he can, if he opts out, I heard that it's a possible he can sign a a brand a record super max deal of five years, two hundred and sixty six million dollars. Hmm. Yes, right, folks. You heard you heard it. Two hundred and sixty six million dollars. It's almost fifty four oh. million dollars per year. Is Bradley Beal worth that kind of money, Chris?
1: I mean, at the end of the day, Sherman, just like any, uh, any employee to a business, it's what your value is. You are worth what someone is going to pay you. So is he worth it is really um, kind of an irrelevant uh, question in that regards. You know, if that's what the market dictates, um, then that's what the market will pay. Um, do I think that he um, is going to sign a Supermax? No, because now that his, uh, you know, right hand man, uh, you know, John Wall has uh, left to go to Boston. You know, I, I don't see him sticking around oh. long-term with the Wizards that are in rebuilding.
0: Well, John oh, John Wall is still there. I think you're thinking about Kemba Walker
1: went to Boston. Oh, my gosh. Yes, John. you're right. No, yeah. he, but then – Yes, you're right. John Wall is, on, is, on, is injured right now after the year, and they're yeah. kind of in a rebuilding mode. Uh, that is my fault, so I apologize about that. But, yeah, I don't think he will sign it. Is he worth it? I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: and you know, and yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, John Wall is going to be probably out for the entire year rehabbing, I think from a heel, from heel surgery and a couple of things. You know, I'm just – there's Achilles, you know, I'm very surprised that they gave Bradley, you know, or he even wanted to sign this, you know, extension you know, knowing that you know, he's going to be kind of carrying the team for the next, at least for the next season, you know, but him and Walt together is a dynamic duo, but man, it's just crazy kind of money that's being thrown around, you know, Celtics forward Jalen Brown, he got an extension now as well too, four years, 115 million Raptors forward Pascal Siakam got, he also got an extension four years, 130 million. It's just crazy the amount of money uh, that, like you said, is being dished out in the in the association now these days. Um, speaking of, you know, what basketball? Another news: Zion Williamson, the uh, the probably the highest hyped or the most hyped rookie since LeBron James. Has actually had knee surgery to repair his meniscus. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Now the Pelicans did make their um they did, they made their, they had their opening game excuse me last night in Toronto. Toronto came out with that W, but man, you know that was definitely a blow to the league to the association. That you know opening night you want to have that star on stage. I mean, man, you know, is, uh, wonder, I, Chris, I wonder, you know, is this really going to affect him long term? You know, how does it really affect the NBA as far as ratings are concerned? Because let's be honest, you know, Pelicans games are really going to be driven by folks that want to see Zion perform, you know?
1: No, sure. You're absolutely right. You know, it, it's an absolute shame. You know, this, this, young, this young man is an absolute stud, uh, really something that we've never seen in the league. A guy who's 6'6", but 280 pounds of, of solid muscle. Um, it's that you know, but he's had these injuries plaguing him all the way back to high school, Sherm. Um, and then, of course, the freak accent that we all know about uh, that that basically plummeted Nike's stock right there and then. Uh, <laughs> and now, and now, and you know, not even stepping a foot into a, a regular season NBA game, he's out six to eight weeks with this. this this young gentleman, I really hope, you know he gets with the right trainers people around him that will help maintain his weight, get him down about twenty to twenty five pounds, and hopefully not lose too much of that explosiveness because if he maintains this weight, um his size, yes, these injuries are gonna plague him. And and my my you know on the on the top end Sherm, my concern is Greg Odom. We all know mm. about him and what happened mm. to him. And, and, and you know, I know one of the biggest busts in NBA history. And I don't want that for him. So I really hope uh, you know he helps get this weight you know down a little bit and, and he he has a long, successful and exciting NBA career.
0: Absolutely, absolutely couldn't have said it better myself. Even in, speaking of injuries now. You know, as we know, uh, Warriors guard Clay Thompson, you know, suffered that ACL tear in last year's finals, you know, and actually the other day coach Steve Kerr said uh, he's probably going to be missing the entire season. I think I think it was be even taken out of context, but he backtracked his comments a little bit uh, the other day, just recently saying that they're going to quote, leave the, will leave the door open for His return. Um, Do you think, Clay will play this year or that whether or maybe he or do you think he even should play this year and risk possible risk further injury?
1: Well, we knew going into it, you know, after the injury, we were looking at a minimum of a nine month period before his return. So I think Steve Kerr was accurate in his statement that he will miss the season and by season, he means the regular season. Um, The door is open for him to return to the playoffs, but depending on where the Warriors are in the Western Conference standings at that point will very much determine whether they're going to bring him back. Now, if they're a three or four seed and have home court, have a chance to make some a run there, um, then I think they would possibly bring him back. But if not, um, they've, they've still got the Kevin Durant, uh, you know, injury in the back of their head, and what happened with him, and that definitely will scare them into returning uh, another one of their star players a little bit too soon.
0: You're absolutely right. That was going to actually be my next comment. I mean, yeah, bringing Kevin, rushing Kevin Durant back, you know, that's probably their back of my, you know what, let's not rush clay back because you know he's going to be a piece in in this franchise for years to come along with Steph and even Draymond now because he got a new deal so yeah I mean the Warriors you know they're going to be I would do they should make the playoffs with 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 Steph and Draymond um you know I don't think I don't think Clay should come back nor will he come back this year but you know I guess that's left to be seen speaking of the Warriors I'm not sure if you saw uh, my man MJ uh, Michael Jordan made a comment oh. in an interview the other day talking about your boy, oh. Steph Curry, <laughs> saying <laughs> that he is not a Hall of Famer yet. Now, the key word being there is yet. Now, granted, we can take this in kind of a couple different directions. One, of course, obviously, is not a Hall of Famer because he's not a v, he's still playing. The other side is, you know, he said the word yet. Now, he didn't say that Curry would never be a Hall of Famer but you know we all know cuz I mean, let's let's be honest curry will eventually be in the hall of fame when his when he retires and his, his his you know the tenure the years are past that he's eligible for he will be a first ballot hall of famer i think we can you agree we would agree on that chris and i'm pretty sure all of our listeners would agree upon that as well now if he retired today would he be in the hall of fame i think that's Maybe possibly where you know Jordan maybe may have been coming from, but I'm probably gonna say he probably would still be in the Hall of Fame if he reti- retired today. Chris, qu- quickly hear your comments and what Jordan had to say and your thoughts on Curry even being a Hall of Famer.
1: The older Michael Jordan gets, the more he sounds like that old man. Get off my lawn! I mean, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong, he's the goat. I get it, but come on, MJ, if he was half as good. At spotting talent as a president and owner, I think his Carolina team would be a bit better. Um, Charlotte,
0: could, yeah, Charlotte, yeah,
1: yeah. Steph Curry could retire right now as a two-time, back-to-back league MVP, third all-time in three-pointers right now, third all-time in free-throw percentage. I mean, and, and, and I mean, it's it's absolutely—he's he's the best shooter the NBA has ever seen. By a mile. And right behind him is his previous... uh, We were mentioning his Clay Thompson, his splash brother. absolutely, he's a Hall of Famer. MJ, just just go back to being an owner. Stay silent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the um, MJ that we saw, you know, in in his Hall of Fame speech. You know, getting that Brian Russell for crossing him up. You know, this is that MJ always that competitive one. to want to do better than you, MJ. So I love this high. I think it's a high take, but I absolutely love it. Now, he was laughing and joking, you know, in the interview when he said he made the comment, he smiled, he laughed. So, you know, but I love the comment, my MJ. It's it's funny. It's got it's got us talking about it. It's got all the networks talking about it. So, yeah. But I think in the back of my mind, Jordan actually really knows, yes, Steph Curry will be a Hall of Famer and he is a Hall of Famer. So, you know, now that the season is really beginning, Chris, I kind of want to just you know, let's go on a limb here and make some predictions for this up- upcoming coming um basketball's year. Um obviously we you know the biggest thing probably this is probably one of the biggest years in the you know in the league so this you in a long time with so many people switching teams and trades and things like that and of course you know all the stars are are now out in LA, you know in, in the city of angels, you know between the Lakers and the Clippers. So my first question to you is Chris who do you think wins the Battle of LA? Whether it be the Lakers or the Clippers. Now the Clippers did win last night opening night. You know, and that was that was a heck of a game. I'm not sure how much you saw of it, but I mean, man. The Clippers getting 60 points from their bench was was I think a you know a huge huge boost. Um LeBron didn't have a spectacular game. I think he what had 18, 9 and 8. But um, to me at the end of the day You know, and this and remember, this is the Clippers without Paul George yet. He's still got about another month or two away from coming back from rehabbing from offseason soldiers shoulder surgery. So I was going to say the Lakers, but man, after watching last night's game, it's going to be close. But I know what? I'll still say the Lakers. I think they'll eventually win the, the Battle of L.A. Your thoughts, Chris.
1: Sherman, sure, you know I, I'm absolutely serious when I when I talk about this, and I have to kind of bring it down here from my usually you know upbeat, up opt- optimistic, very excited. I was getting ready to call the uh, Los Angeles County Police Department last night because I wanted to put an APB out for LeBron James in the fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> where
1: was he? where was he? You know, uh, I, he kind of lo- he kind of. I'll be honest, Sherman. He kind of reminded me of the LeBron when he was with Miami and he played against Dallas. Where was he that fourth quarter? I mean. The way the long-term looks out, the Lakers are more built for the playoffs. The Clippers are built for the regular season. The Clippers will have a better regular season and better record than the Lakers. But when it comes crunch time, that's when it's going to matter. And I think the Lakers, like you said, I do believe they're going to pour it out. But, man, if they play each other in the Western Conference Finals or semis, that's going to be a dogfight, and it's going seven.
0: Ooh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. If they go into a seven-game series, that's going to be phenomenal. And, you know, you mentioned about having a better regular season record. Who, give, give, me a, give me a team where you think will have the best regular season record this coming up season, this at the end of the year, whether it be from the East or from the West. To me, I'm going to say Milwaukee just because the East is so easy for them right now. So I'm going to say the Bucks will end up having the, the best regular season record out of the entire league.
1: Um, sure, Mom, I'm with you 100% on that. The East is a cakewalk for them this year. Uh, they're they're probably looking at you know 66 wins, maybe 67. Uh, but I'll give you the Ooh. surprise out, out of the West that I think will have the best record. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, I think, will get the number one seed. Uh, they are a well constructed, well put together team. And I think, you know, at the end of the year, you're going to have the load management, as they love to call it now in today's NBA. Um, you're going to see with all the stars on the, on the teams we spoke about, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Houston Rockets. They're going to sit Westbrook and Harden out there, too, towards the end of the year. Um, and depending on whatever's going on with the Warriors. So I'm telling you, I think the Denver Nuggets are going to be the team out of the West to get in the number one seed.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I like that squad. And I've said it on, on this show numerous times. I I like Nikola Jokic. I, I love this guy. He His game is phenomenal. Oh. Jam- Jamal Murray signed the new deal, you know, them two together, you know, Paul Millsap is in there too with them, you know, but yeah, but Jokic, man, he is definitely a baller. So, um, that's not a, a far fetched thought, Chris, you know, I kudos to you for you know making that comment here, but man, um, I'll say, you know, Hey, if, if that does happen, you know, Hey, what a, what a, what a pick that is going to be, you know, I don't think the, the nuggets would, you know, would come out of the West, but man, that could definitely, I can see it happening. Um, as far as Rookie of the Year is concerned, who do you think would be would win Rookie of the Year uh, this coming uh, uh, basketball season?
1: You know what, Sherm? It's going to be a, that superstar from Duke, that all-time man, that all-time player, that hype player. R.J. Barrett. Barrett.
0: I was gonna, I knew you were going there, Chris, because and that's
1: exactly where I was going. So, I mean, well, you look, at Zion's out six to eight weeks, um, you know, that's basically, you know, a third of the season, so you know, he's gonna, and then he's gonna come back, he's gonna be rehabbing a little bit here and there. R.J. Barrett, you know, he, he's got, the ceiling is the limit. What does Jordan always say? The ceiling is the roof um, <laughs> for him and the New York Knicks, because, you know, they can't get much worse than what they are. So I'll tell you, right now, well, can if, if, well if the Knicks I'll tell you Right now, the Knicks pull out 35 wins this year, getting close to 40 even. RJ Barrett's the uh, rookie of the year, hands down, hands down.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna second that. Yeah, I do think RJ will come out of it. I mean, who? Do, I mean, do I? Like I've said it before, Mike Dolan is ruining that team. Um, he needs he needs he needs to sell the team.
1: To be Best honest, and all of professional sports, not just basketball, all of professional sports.
0: Who? That's a good. Hey, that's saying a lot. Because remember, the Dan Snyder is in Washington, so in the, in the, in the football. So that's true. <laughs> but yeah I'm gonna agree with you Chris I'm gonna say RJ Barrett I think Zion will be plagued by injuries throughout the year and I hope he you know he can he has a healthy career and healthy season you know is is, is I want because I want to see him every single night but I think he will probably be he'll miss quite a few games um late even later on this season so I'm gonna say RJ Barrett as well um finals matchups I want to I want to know right now you know like I said we're in day two of the of the, of the of the season so I want to know right now who do you think will come out of the East? Who do you think will come out in the West and meet in the finals?
1: Well, out of the East, um, I'm actually telling you, I think it's going to be the Philadelphia 76ers. I think that team's finally going to get over that hump. I think last year uh, losing to the Raptors the way it did um, was heartbreaking, but it, it's going to give them the the, the will and the fire and the desire to get over that hump. And really, um, even though I agree with you that the Bucks will have the best record, I don't think they've got the starting five and the depth that the Sixers do. They will represent the East. And out of the West, you know, I, I've got to get – I'm going to give it to my boy LeBron. He's got one more run in him, at least one, maybe two. Him and AD going to get that train rolling. And then that's the matchup, Sixers versus Lakers.
0: Okay. Even now, now you mentioned the Sixers, even without Jimmy Butler, no no longer there, he's now, you know, he's down in South beach now. Um, It's to me, I don't think they have enough. I mean, I think Giannis is going to go off again. I mean, it's really, really in the East. I think we've said, we've said it before. The East is not really packed as the West. Of course we know that. I mean, if Katie was, if Katie was healthy, I would almost even say Brooklyn, but obviously he's not Toronto won't be there. They've no longer there. Obviously we know that. So, I think you know Philly. Uh, you know they're still so young. You know I think Joel Embiid will have a, gr- a good year for sure. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I, I, you know I gotta say Milwaukee again. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Milwaukee will be representing the East. And as far as the West can, is concerned, man, you know it's so hard. Like it's either Clippers or Lakers. I don't think Houston will be there. I think Houston will you know probably get out in the semifinals of, of the Western playoffs. You know Harden and Westbrook together. I don't think they'll just play. They're just gonna they're gonna put up you know 80 shots a game between the two of them, but they're not gonna play good defense. You know, and you know they're gonna Westbrook's gonna ball haul like he always does, and Harden is gonna get mad at him. It's gonna be some turmoil throughout the season. But I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Like you say, LeBron's probably got one more good run, and that's gonna be it. It's probably probably gonna be the Clippers from years to come. So I'm gonna go Lakers bucks and as far as a champion is concerned man uh it's I, I'm, I'm gonna say lakers i'm gonna say the los angeles Lakers will win a championship this year and it probably will be lebron's last year winning a championship so i'm gonna go lakers over bucks in the finals chris yeah i know you said lakers sixers who do you who do you got winning it
1: like i got the Lakers show as well sherman
0: Lakers, okay, all right, good to go. Um, before we move on to football, we got a cup. I got a one quick. You man, You right? You man for me? This is gonna be our first time talking about it, as far as basketball is concerned. Is for as far as league MVP. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna make a comment here, Chris. You tell me if I'm right or tell me if I'm mad. The league MVP will come from a L A team.
1: Sherman, you mad? You mad, Sherman? I'm telling you right now. Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry will win his third MVP because he is going to be the only reason that Golden State will finish as a top four seed in a very, very heavy West. LA, I think it's going to be a uh, back and forth between LeBron and Ka- Kawhi all year, but it's going to be, um, you know, again, the load management. Stephen Curry's term, I'm playing right now, with the chains are off, not having to worry about KD. Clay's not there. He's got to handle this load. I think that brother averages 35 points a game. Ooh, 35. Man, I mean, oh, yeah, no, we're
0: – Without Clay being there, he's going to have to step up for sure. But man, a 35 is a big number. Okay. Let's move on to some football. Actually, let's actually get into college football quickly first. Um, couple of things happened in week eight in the College Football League, uh this, this past week. Man, Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback from Alabama, he got injured and uh, left the game with a high ankle sprain. He actually had surgery on Sunday, so he's going to be out for one week. This is, do you think this really affects Bama too much in the long run, or do you think this is kind of something that he can recover from pretty quickly?
1: Well, he had the exact same surgery on his uh, other ankle prior. So, you know, there must be something going on down there in Tuscaloosa with this surgery, you know. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But, I mean, uh, this week they've got Arkansas. I mean, and that, that's basically like paying a D1 A team at this point, especially for Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. So, in the short term, not a big deal. But long term, absolutely. That LSU game, SEC championship, they need to. Have. They yeah. Need
0: to have. Well, you know, like you said, they have Arkansas this weekend. And then they've got a bye week. And then, like you said, they've got LSU. Um, they've got LSU at home and in Bama, so out in Tuscaloosa. So, I think basically he's going to have you know two full weeks, two and a half. You know, it's going to be three weeks for his before his next game. Um, so, which is. Good news, I think, for uh, the Crimson Tide that, you know, that they've got this bye week before they got LSU. So, yeah, I think I think he'll be all right. I don't think there won't be any issues there. Like you said, he had it the same thing happened to his other ankle. I think he'll be fine. Um, The biggest upset of the weekend, of course, was Wisconsin losing to unranked Illinois 24 to 22. Uh, man, you know, this definitely hurts Wisconsin. They've got, you know, uh, a tough schedule coming up. But man, that was definitely uh, the biggest upset. Um, the probably one of the most interesting game was I think we, we talked about last week was Penn State and Michigan. Penn State, you know, narrowly came uh, came out with that victory. How legit is Penn State's defense, Chris? I mean, I, I think that's really what's going to be holding them down the rest of the season. Would you agree?
1: Well, Sherman, as you know, that's both of ours alma mater. I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, but but their defense is now—they are a top ten defense in almost every category in college football. Uh, their offense comes in spurts, though, and that's why Michigan was able to get back in this game. They jumped out to an early two-score lead. Defense was holding there as long as they could, but then the offense couldn't generate anything more, so the defense was out there a lot longer than they needed to be. Um, Penn State is definitely a legit contender, and with Wisconsin losing, that actually hurts. Uh, the Big Ten's chances of getting into the college playoffs, uh, especially if Penn State goes out and beats Ohio State, and then would say maybe losing the Big Ten championship. So it's mm-hmm. going to be an interesting end of the year for the Big Ten.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely agree with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's Penn State like like you kind of mentioned before, the offense comes in spurts. You know, they they didn't run the ball very well at all. Um, I think they're leading the leading rusher, Ricky Slade, only ran for forty eight yards. On three carries, you know, Clifford had a very mediocre subpar game, you know, even though he threw three touchdowns. Yes, but he was 14 of 25 for only 100 for 182 yards. Um, most of that going to his uh, boy, KJ Hamler, who had, a, you know, he, he did have a phenomenal game. But yeah, you know, Michigan, they've got to turn it around real quick. Because uh, they can get these things going. But, man, Penn State, like you said, Wisconsin losing to Illinois, that kind of hurt. But, you know, if Penn State keeps rolling, I know. I think Big Ten still has a slight chance to definitely make it into the uh, college football playoff. Looking ahead at week nine, Chris, a, we've got a few big games um, this weekend coming up. You're, I want to get your thoughts on what do you think is probably the one of the most important games or maybe a game that you're looking forward to watching most of all.
1: Well, sure. And I'm going to focus in on the SEC and LSU and Auburn. I um, you know Auburn is, is a phenomenal team. Um, and LSU right now is ranked number two in the country. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that ranking, but they are a top four right now in college football, but that's going to be the most exciting game um, of the college season. You know, it's going to, de- that's going to do a lot for um, Alabama as well. Actually, the outcome of that game is going to determine a lot for Alabama and When they get their matchup the following week after the bye with LSU. So, you know, if Auburn gets the upset against LSU, that's actually not going to bode very well for Alabama in that matchup, especially if two is not 100% and then they go up up losing to LSU. Now we got to wonder is the SEC going to make it into the college football uh, playoffs? That's my most intriguing game.
0: Yeah, you know that would have a big implications if Auburn comes out with that victory over LSU. But I mean, to say the SEC wouldn't get into College Football Playoff, I think that's almost blasphemous, Chris. <laughs> Laughable. I mean, let's you know, S- yeah. I mean, come on, S- the SEC.
1: What, yeah, what's, two what's, the SEC team almost got into the playoffs one year. That's yeah, the, you
0: know, though the SEC, the SEC can probably beat the Miami Dolphins in any of in the, in the, in the league right now. So let, let's be honest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the SEC, I, I don't see them not getting the playoff at all. The uh, You know, the other big matchup is Wisconsin. as like you said before, playing Ohio State. You know, I, I, think, Wisconsin, uh, me, I think Ohio State will win this game. Um, and then, you know, they've got Penn State coming up here in a, in a few weeks. So that's going to be a, a big turn, you know, thing there. So if somehow that, let's say, let's say it's Ohio State versus response in the Big Ten Championship or Penn State versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, And Wisconsin somehow, you know, comes out with that victory, man, that's going to hurt the Big Ten chances, of course. But I think if Ohio State wins out or Penn State wins out, I think they they have a highly, I would say even over 90% chance of getting in the college football playoff. Now let's move on to some professional football. Actually, and one of the biggest news is uh, one of the biggest piece of news from this last past week around the league was that Patrick Mahomes' injury. I don't know if you saw that, Chris. Last week on Thursday night football, he dislocated his knee again in that game against Denver. And I don't know if you saw it, man. They popped that thing right back into place on the field. You know, whoo, that was something to see. Um, yo, how... What's that? said, Take it off. Yeah, well, put some put some tussin on it. He'll be all right. You know. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you chris quickly here how much this th- does this affect the chiefs long term if he has to you know he's going to be out probably at least what two to three weeks i believe if i'm not mistaken chris um you know what what does this what does this really you know say about the chiefs though know, can moving forward you know can they you know sustain you know with him being out for a longer period of time
1: i mean l- l- let's l- let's let's you know call patrick mahomes you know with the proper respect that he is in he is uh Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes, um, <laughs> uh, he is, you know, right now, what they ask from Patrick Mahomes to do within this offense is what they've been asking Aaron Rodgers to do for the last eight years in his career there in Green Bay. And that is to be the entire offense, um, you know, with the departure in the offseason with Kareem Hunt um, and then, you know, Tyreek Hill just back into the picture. Um, this could be devastating to to the Chiefs in regards to their standings and where they are in the AFC moving forward into the playoffs. I think they're a playoff team still, absolutely. But mm-hmm. this is this interesting for them. You know, they not only need him back, they need at least 90% of Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes back.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've got – and you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. They've got Green Bay coming up this week, so – I I know that's going to be real tough without my homie Mahomes there. So, you know, that's definitely going to hurt them in in the long run. Um, Another thing, you know, another one I uh, wanted to move on to was the Cowboys. How about them boys putting them work on them Philadelphia Eagles, 37 to 10? Wow. I was not expecting this at all. I did predict the Cowboys to win the game, but I didn't think they were going to, you know, do this much. Um, Are the Cowboys back on track or was it just kind of one good win
1: for them? Oh, Sherm, This game made me so happy, so happy. As a, as a Steelers fan living in the city of brotherly love, right now, this made me so happy to see. <laughs> That's how really uh, feel, Chris. <laughs> absolutely. Give me a minute. You know, <laughs> um, it, 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 you know, you know, Sherman. This was an emotional game for the Cowboys. You know, and and the, and the you know head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Doug Peterson, coming out saying what he said. I mean, how often do we tell coaches tell players do not give Bulletin board material for the team you're about to play, and then the head coach goes and does it. Um, you know, pretty much guaranteeing that win. So that's you know that's what this game was. So do I think the boys are back on track? They're leaning in the right direction, but they still got a long ways to go. Um, they got to beat a couple more quality teams before I say they're back.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you can see the difference having their Pro Bowl left tackle Tyrant Smith back, uh, having Amari Cooper playing healthy. You know, you can see the difference between this week and last week when they you know you know uh, got got beat by the Jets. So. Uh, But, yeah, we'll see if they they can keep on rolling. Um, And, of course, we all know the Patriots doing Patriots things, dominating the Jets on Monday night, 33 to nothing. Now they've picked up Mohamed Sanu, the receiver from Atlanta, for a second-round pick as Josh Gordon now goes out on the IR. Jeez, are the Patriots the most complete team in football, Chris?
1: Um. Absolutely, Sherm. They're definitely the most, uh, you know, complete team in all football, all three facets of the game, especially that defense. Good Lord. You know, I mean, they're out there. They're out there. You know, I'm, I'm thinking some of those, uh, you know, quarterback, Sherm, if any more of these receivers for the Patriots get hurt, they should just flip them over to the receiver because they're out there <laughs> catching everything um but yeah i mean right now tom brady's doing tom brady stuff you know he's throwing footballs all over that field check down over the field to guys that you've never heard of i mean gosh their breakout receiver of the year might be Jacoby Myers a fifth round pick who would have ever thought he would have, you know, the, the time of season he had. I mean, they're great, Sherman, on all facets of the game.
0: Yeah, that defense is mean. They're playing, they're playing out stout defense. You know, they're, you know, it's crazy to see how many different kind of blitz packages. You know, they they were doing Cover Zero blitzes throughout the game, confusing the Jets. And you know, shame on Adam Gates for not altering the game plan. You know, not giving Sam Darnold, who apparently is seeing ghosts like like Haley Joel Osment. You know, but um, I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you see what I did there okay but uh, I mean same on Adam gates for not altering the game plan you know giving giving Donald some checkdowns having you know doing some quick screens because if you got zero uh, zero coverage you know guys blitzing at you left and right you know you got to get that ball out quick and you know Donald was just getting harassed entire evening so you know I think this is more you know about the uh the Jets the Jets the Jets losing than about the Patriots w- really winning in a dominant fashion because man well, you know, it, we saw it last year. Arizona let go Steve, their coach Steve Wilkes, after one season. I think we could be on that trend of again here with the Jets possibly letting, letting go of Adam Gates after one season in New York. So I don't know for sure, but it's you know we'll we'll see where it's because if this if this train continues the one its path, it's going to derail real 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 quick. Well, I,
1: uh, I saw that meme around Sherman this week where you know at the beginning of the year with. Where- Adam Gates' press conference where his eyes were big and bugging out and they were all over the place. I saw that meme showing up uh, over during that game versus the Patriots. He was just looking all over that place like, what is going on? I thought he was seeing ghosts. But Bill Zellichek <laughs> was doing – at, you know, what he does at his court, and he was coaching. Did you see him down the field with his defense up 24-0, down on one knee, coaching them and telling them exactly what they're going to do to go out and continue to shut down the game? Tom Brady screaming at refs. Y'all, when he had, you know, an intentional grounding, and they're up by three and a half scores, I mean, the Patriots are just doing what they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Chris. Get, let's get into a couple more you write you mad questions here for you, Chris. First one up here. Teddy Bridgewater is the future franchise quarterback for the Saints.
1: Sherman, you definitely right about this. I mean, and I'm so happy for Teddy Bridgewater after that horrific injury that he had a non-contact, you know, practice injury, you know, where they, they were concerned, Sherman, that he wasn't even able to keep his leg. Um, I mean, to, to see where this young man has come back. And to see him playing at another, again, a very high level during the absence of a Hall of Famer and Drew Brees, I'm so happy for this guy. You know, whether Drew Brees pulls a Tom Brady and continues to play another five years, you know that that might affect some decisions for Teddy Bridgewater and the franchise, you know, keeping him long term. But if you know Drew Brees decides to call it a career here in the next year or two, Teddy Bridgewater definitely has solidified his future with the franchise.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna definitely. Yep. Um. Last question on here on you right, you mad? The Bears should move on from quarterback Mitchell
1: Trubisky. <laughs> Sherman, you're definitely right. Um, you, know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I always hate to use the word "bust." It just seems like a, a dirty word to me. I don't know why, but you know, Mitchell Trubisky, second overall pick. You know, the Bears trading uh, two first-rounders to move up one spot in the draft to get this guy. Um, to take number two out and do what he's doing, um, especially, you know, with a stout defense that they have. And really, they, they have tools on offense as well. And, and Mitch just, you know, he, he's seen ghost out there. I'm not sure. I feel bad for the young man. He only did have 13 starts there with North Carolina before getting drafted number two overall. But he's, you know, definitely, you're definitely right about this. They need to move on.
0: Yeah, and remember, this is the same draft where they could have had Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes.
1: Uh, All-famer not- Patrick Mahomes.
0: Let's not forget that folks. So yeah, this is this is something that Breber's gonna have to take a long look in the mirror and just and really decide what they wanna do here with Mitchell Trubisky moving forward. Alright guys, let's move on to the pick portion of the show, where we're going to pick the games from each uh, this coming week. Now uh, as we said, Obe, you know, as we know, Obed is not here. Obed did submit his picks, folks, so we can have it on record, um, but before we get into his picks, we're going to say we're going to re- quickly recap Obed and I's picks from last week. I think I went 9-5, and five. Obed went 8-6, and six, so I'm up two games on him for the season. So coming up this week, I'm going to, well, Chris and I will make, the, make some picks, but Obed, I'll say Obed did chip pick just about every single pick um, I have coming up this week except for one. I will let you guys know of that. So every pick I have, Obed has as well. So first up on the list is Thursday night matchup between uh, Washington and Minnesota. I think it's in Minnesota. I'm going to go with Minnesota in this one. Chris, your thoughts?
1: Well, it's nice to see, even though Obed was calling in sick today from work, that he uh, still got his homework done. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Come on. Let's think about what's important here, folks. Come on. Going
0: to work or making picks? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Thank you, Obed. We appreciate it. You. you know, buddy. But you get get better soon, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Um, oh, I mean, this this first game's a joke. Minnesota's on a three-game hot streak. Uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins is looking like MVP material in the last three weeks. 75% completion percentage? Good Lord. All I have to say is, Sherman, you like that? You like that? <laughs> yeah, this is why they're paying him that $84 million
0: fully guaranteed. This is the reason why these last couple of weeks. If you keep seeing this Kirk Cousins, then yes, he'll be worth the money. Uh, next up, Seattle at Atlanta. Man, I, like, I think we mentioned this before, Chris. Yeah, Atlanta's still in that Super Bowl hangover. I'm, I'm going Seattle all the
1: way. You no, know, Seattle, uh, Seattle had a tough loss last week. they Everyone looking to bounce back, even though they're on the road in Atlanta, it's always a tough place to play, but the Seahawks probably got this one by, I'm gonna say 10 points.
0: Yep. Um, Philly at Buffalo. Um, I think this is a uh, interesting matchup here. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Buffalo, but I think Philly needs the win more. But I'm still gonna go Buffalo because it's in Buffalo.
1: Sherman, are you making that Buffalo pick with your heart or your head? <laughs> I'm, I'm in a little bit of both. We know you, know you love your, your Bills. Uh, you're right, though, with your, with your last comment there from Philadelphia. This this is their season at this point. They need this win. So I think they're going to come out firing. Um, it's going to be a close game. And I've actually seen the weather forecast. I'm not sure if Buffalo is going to be good weather this weekend. So I think that actually favors the Eagles because they have a better running game.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Chargers at the Bears. Man, the Chargers, what I thought the Chargers would be still in a, you know, a at least a above 500 team even without Melvin Gordon in the first couple weeks man they're disappointing me so much Bears got too much on defense I'm going I'm going Chicago on this one here
1: from the Los Angeles Chargers they're the biggest disappointment of the NFL season that's all I've got to say about that um I feel bad Phil Rivers is never gonna get a Super Bowl uh yeah the Bears even with the aforementioned Mitchell Trubisky throwing things all over the place uh that defense is just gonna be too much for them to handle I got I got Chicago probably gonna end this score at 24 to 20.
0: Gotcha um the New York football Giants at the Detroit Lions man Stafford is still doing, still doing well. They started the season high. They kind of faltered a little bit. Um, I'm going to go the Lions. The Giants just don't have enough. Even though know, Danny Dimes is, you know, doing okay, uh, but I'm going to go Detroit.
1: Sure, I'm going the opposite on this. All right, we got Saquon Bar- Barkley back now. This will be his second week back from the injury. Uh, going to get a little bit more reacclimate with the offense and in time and rhythm with the guards. Um, I'm going to go surprised. I'm going to go New York. He's going to win this one probably by four points.
0: Okay, okay. Tampa Bay at Tennessee. This is the one matchup that Obad and I did not agree upon. I'm going to go Tennessee here, even though I think Tampa needs it more because, man, Jameis Winston has been struggling. Bruce Arians, you know, I'm not sure what he wants to do, what he's thinking about Winston in the future long term. And we already know that um, Marcus Mariota has been benched for Ryan Tannehill out in Tennessee. You know, we know, it's Winston, number one, Mariota, number two, kind of, kind of, you know, you used that word bust before too. I think that's, that word's going to be starting to throw it around with Mariota and Winston coming up pretty soon here. So, but I am going to go Tennessee here.
1: Yeah, Sherm, wouldn't that be crazy to have in a draft, the number one and two players picked over at all, both getting cut uh, before their long-term big money deals come in play. It's kind of, kind of crazy to think about. Um, you know what? This is a pick em game, Sherm, but because we're at home, I'm going to go Tennessee on this one.
0: Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly why I did it too. But now, now this is the one like I can say, well Ben and I differ. He's gonna go Tampa Bay. Uh Denver at Indianapolis. Denver, how about Man, I'm not sure what's happening with Joe Facolo, but how about Indianapolis? They've beat Houston, they beat Kansas City. Jacoby Brissett is looking like a stud, so I'm gonna go Colts all the way here. I'm gonna say Colts at least by, by at least fourteen.
1: You know, Jacoby Brissett is, is an interesting cat. Um, you know, you know, they, they were Kind of, you know, polishing him to, to possibly take over there in uh, New England for Tom Brady. But Tom Brady, you know, we know that he's never going to retire. Um, so basically, um, but Jucbury said he's a very professional NFL quarterback. I'm not going to say he's a top tier, top five quarterback, but he's a professional football player, quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah, sure. I've got I've got Indianapolis by ten in this.
0: Okay, Bengals at the Rams. Bengals, man, they're a joke. I think they should just lose out. Get the number, gotta get the number one pick, and try and probably start rebuilding. Because I think we mentioned it before, AJ Green will probably not be there next season. So I'm gonna go Rams.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go through this one quick. Rams big, probably by 18 points. Okay, Cardinals at
0: Saints. Saints too much, even though Teddy Teddy Bridgewater we mentioned before leading the way. Saints Saints big on this one, but I'd say by at least by 13.
1: Yeah, Kyler Murray's been coming along the last few weeks. I'm really happy with his progress from the from the preseason to the start of the season to where he is now. I think he's making the right strides, uh, but he's not there yet to play a team like New Orleans, especially down south there, where we know that's probably one of the biggest home field advantages of all of professional football. Uh, I got New Orleans on this one, probably looking at 28-20. Gotcha.
0: Um, the New York Jets at the Jacksonville. Man, I'm going to say Jacksonville in a close one. Maybe by Jacksonville, no more by three in this one here.
1: Sure, but I'm gonna big different actually. I, I actually think I actually think Sam Darnold is gonna have a, a a nice turnaround game, not a big game, but a nice turnaround from the disaster he had against New England. I've got the Jets in a tight one, and I'm talking tight 17-16.
0: Okay, all right. Um Carolina at San Francisco. You know, I initially wanted to go Carolina here. But San Fran is playing well. Even though Kyle Allen is doing, doing some very good things for the Panthers, he looks like he's going to be their starter You know, until Cam Newton is 1,000% healthy. And even if he is healthy, can Kyle Allen kind of stay in there? There's going to be some questions there about, about Cam and his future. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go San Fran in this one. But don't be surprised, folks, if Carolina pulls this one out. But I'm going to go San Fran on record.
1: This is going to be a big game for Kyle Allen. I'll tell you right now, if the Carolina pulls this out... He's making his his case to remain as a starter even when Cam Newton is back. But you know what? San Fran, I mean that, that defense is smothering Bosa doing his thing on the edge of Bosa beats love watching that play that whole family's a beast i think i think they were bred as beasts they're not humans they were bred as beasts. yeah it's, yeah. It's, yeah they cha- they changed
0: their last name from beast to bosa because it would just get weird everybody i think so that's what yeah, it is they're, they're, they're
1: <laughs> they're, they're, they're <laughs> representative out of the nfc in the super bowl this year uh, so i got san francisco uh, by a touchdown in this game
0: gotcha okay all right um cleveland at new england man cleveland I'm going to say New England, obviously, but I think Cleveland, like, kind of like Philadelphia at Buffalo, you know, Philadelphia needs that win. Cleveland needs a victory here. They're not going to get it, but they need it for sure because everyone's talking about they had all the talent in the world going to the year. Me especially, you know, they've let me down so far, but I'm I, on record, I have to say New England. New England by no more than nine.
1: Like you said, Sherman, Cleveland needs to just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they should just not fly to Boston this week. You know. <laughs> stay, 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 stay home this weekend. Yeah, um, and, you know.
0: and, and this way, if they do stay home, OBJ won't get another fine. So let's be honest. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. So don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, no New England. You know, they as uh, as uh, as they say in the Waterboy, is a finely tuned athletic machine. <laughs> um, it's just gonna be too much, too much on all facets of, fo- of football for them, Sherman. I got New England winning this one 28 17.
0: Okay, Oakland at Houston. Deshaun Watson, I know, I think we said he's an MVP candidate. Um, I'm gonna say Houston by 10 here.
1: Sherman, this is my surprise of the week. Um, I got Oakland in this game, I got him very close in a very close game, winning by three. I think Derek Carr has been playing better each and every week he's asked actually statistically in qbr and completion percentage top five in the league i've got oakland getting the upset here
0: all right i like that i like it um the sunday night matchup i think we mentioned before green bay at kc without mahomes Casey can't, can't do it, not, not against Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is balling out with without Devontae Adams. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scaling has been hurt. Going throw into no-name guys. You guys, you never even heard of. who hasn't weren't even practicing at the beginning of the year with the team. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is doing what we all know. And I think I said it going into this season. Aaron Rodgers was going to go off, and that's exactly what he's doing. He, to me, he could—he was probably gonna win MVP. Oh, actually, you know what? He probably won MVP because they're gonna give it to a younger, you know, t- you know, guy like, like I said, like a, like a Deshaun Watson or even when a Mahomes comes back. But Aaron Rodgers is is probably, you know, the best quarterback and playing playing like the best quarterback in football right now. I'm gonna go Green Bay all the way.
1: Sherman, he's that bad man. That's right. Man. And just like you were saying, he was going off. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Sherman, remind me for our fantasy league, who drafted Aaron Rodgers? Um, I beg to actually I'll refrain from answering that question. <laughs> oh, well, I'll remind our audience, that was me. Um, And yes, I think he got me 54 points last week in fantasy.
0: Okay, yeah, okay, relax. You. I think it
1: was 53, so calm down, It's was 53, relax. <laughs> you, you, you might be right, I was trying to round up, cover the two, carry the one, yep, you're right about that. So yeah, no, Green Bay, Green Bay's got this. I mean, without Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes in the lineup, Without a doubt, um, you know honestly, Sherm, sure, I'm for I'm this one will be close. I'm talking a ten-point game here.
0: Even without even without Mahomes, man, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Green Bay pulls this one out 30, 34 to I'm gonna say thirty-four to twenty. In this one here, maybe actually, you know what? Actually, actually, excuse me, I'm gonna go 30, 31-17 Green Bay. Um, and the last matchup, with the Monday night matchup, which quite frankly, other than you, Chris, and the people in Pittsburgh, I'm not pretty. Sure, I'm not too sure how many people are going to be watching this matchup—the Dolphins and the Steelers. Because man, Pittsburghs are on their second string quarterback or even third string quarterback. I'm not. I'm not even sure if uh, third string. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know. Dolphins are a mess. But I gotta pick. I gotta pick somebody. I'll go Pittsburgh.
1: You know, I, I think ESPN and ABC should just, you know, take this game off the national airways and, and 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 let and let everyone rewatch Frozen. You know, at least something that the whole family will enjoy. Um, <laughs> this, this is going to be awful. Uh, I mean, it's going to be sloppy football, um, low scoring. Yes, of course my Steelers are going to win because it's a dolphin, the Dolphins. You know, so, so I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at. game. Steelers all the way. I'm I'm gonna say I don't even think
0: it's gonna be that high. To be honest, I'm gonna say 13 to three Steelers in this one. You know, Uh, they're just like I said. Pittsburgh is not doing too much on offense. Like I said, they're on their third string QB, but the Dolphins are just terrible. So, uh, like you said, take this game off, broadcast it locally in Pittsburgh only. Let the rest of the country watch something else. Hell, I'll even watch reruns. Reruns of Mash if needed. Because good lord, I don't. I could (laughs) care. (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh yeah i don't care who wins this game or not but anyway that is do that will do it for the picks this week and i think that's gonna do it for this week's episode here on what's the word entertainment chris thank you so much for filling in this week for obed um if you're looking for yep yeah if you know if you're looking for your check in the mail you're gonna keep waiting you'll be waiting around longer than folks wait around for the cable man to show up so good luck on that (laughs) one (laughs) to you any uh last words for the people here chris
1: no, Sherm, I really appreciate you having me on. Our audience is the best. I enjoy doing this every week uh, when I can step on with you guys. It's a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait to do it again.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much again, Chris. Hopefully, we'll have Obed next week Next week, uh, fully recovered from whatever disease he's conjured up living out in D.C., but who knows it. Um, folks, that'll do it for Chris. I am Sherman. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, and don't forget, as always, SoundCloud.com slash What's the Word Entertainment. And check us out on Twitter, our our new edited handle at Twitter at VWENT. Again, guys, for Chris, I'm Sherm. See you guys next time. Peace.
1: Peace and love.